Welcome to the Creative Captive Podcast. It's all about expressing yourself freely and creatively. We'll be talking about being a creative, monetizing your craft, mental health, and everything in between. I'm your host, Joanne Mbataru. In this episode, it's all about regrets. Welcome to the second episode of the second season. I am so excited for this episode. This is Creative Captive. How you doing? I don't know what that was all about, but mm, I'm feeling myself today. Um, where I live in Kenya, it's really chilly about now. Uh, some of you might be having summer. Uh, by some, I mean the United States. I don't know about everybody else. Maybe the UK. Mm, I don't know. I should have looked this up before I started <laughs> So I'm talking about it, but hey, it just happened. It's cold, it's chilly out here. And so when I see some of you guys who maybe in your area, in your part of the world, you have sunny sun sun this time of year. Coming to my country when it's cold and chilly, I'm like, <laughs> make it make sense. Uh, but you, come on over, man. Have a good time. We have sandy beaches. You can come through. Even if it rains, it's not that bad. This episode, though, we're talking about regrets. Now, the last episode, which is the first episode of this new season, was interesting. Um, my people were like, you're not going to prepare for this. You're going to wing it for whatever reason. And I had fun. I had a great time. If you haven't listened to that episode, just pause. Just pause. Okay, pause. Although the two aren't related, but, you know, just pause. A little bit more of me couldn't hurt. I mean, I'm just uh, overall awesomeness. Today we're talking about regrets. So let's actually find out what the heck is a regret and what does it mean? Dictionary definition is up. Dictionary definition. What is regret? What is it? Now, of course, let's head on over to a very reliable Cambridge Dictionary coming through with a definition for regret. Noun, a feeling of sadness about something. Hmm, uh, that something can be sad or wrong. Or feeling sadness about a mistake that you have made and a wish that it could have been different and better. Okay, okay, Cambridge, I see you. But what shocked me even more as I was reading through these uh, definitions was Miss Merriam-Webster coming through with an even better definition. I know, right? Like, ma'am, you're doing good. You haven't been doing so good. But this time, this time. So definition of regret. And this is entry two of two. Yes, it matters. Noun. Sorrow aroused by circumstances beyond one's control or power to repair. Now, if that is not a powerful definition, I don't know what is. I love this. This is what we're going with. But it's introduced a new word, sorrow. What is this sorrow? 
So back at it again with Merriam-Webster's sorrow, entry one of two, yes, it matters. Noun, deep distress, sadness, or regret, especially for the loss of someone or something loved. Mm. So loss, sorrow, circumstances beyond one's control. I like how everything is falling into place. So let's get right into it and let's talk about regret. I say that I'm loving Merriam-Webster and this definition and how everything's falling into place for this simple reason but before I jump into that let's break it down a little bit regrets we all have them I've had them a couple of times why do we have regrets well that's the part I was excited about because some of the reasons why is that repeating myself reasons why no no I think it's fine the reasons why we regret things is found in the definition that Merriam-Webster is giving that we are upset by an outcome of something that happened or even what Cambridge was telling us that we're feeling sad about something wrong or a mistake that we have made and other definitions definitions rather give uh, emphasis to the point that if you're regretting something it's because you either did something that you rather wish you hadn't done or didn't do or you did something that was wrong wait did I just repeat myself <laughs> you did something <laughs> this cold weather is just making everything foggy so you either did something you regret doing I know I'm using the word to find the word just work with me you either did something you regret doing or you didn't do something and you're like had I done that thing things would be going well and that brings us back to why do we have regrets I find that we have regrets most of the time because of the outcome at no point in time will you regret doing or not doing something when the outcome is good for example I carried an umbrella it rained amazing so the outcome of me carrying my umbrella was I got to use it and I got to not get wet now I wouldn't have a regret about that because things went well the outcome was great but had I not carried the umbrella and then it rained homegirl oh, I'm speaking for experience it hurts I may look fine but on the inside and another fact I've noticed about regrets is time. We always think or regret about things in our past. It's never like quite recent because we can get over it. Or sometimes you can make a bad decisions because the consequence is not immediate. Or even if it's immediate, you're like, eh, we'll sort it out, you know? Rather than, let's say an example, as a student, if any other students listening, you know? You go through school and you're like, oh, school was awesome, I worked hard. But then when your grade comes out, you're like, what? What, what? what was all that for then? Or you work really hard in school to be valedictorian or, you know, get an on honors degree or something. And at, you do that at the expense of your social interactions. So you could tend to regret not interacting with people because here you are 
with your honorary degree and you want to invite people to come through for your party but you got no one to call because you cut people off regrets all abound so we'll be learning about regrets or what i'm learning about my regrets are most of them are usually in the past and most of the time these regrets affect my present and my future so back to the whole student example you might have graduated recently or you graduated some time ago and you're like okay there's a disconnect between graduation and getting into work or you did get a job but you're like it's not what I studied for so why did I waste my time studying for this thing right so you regret I wish I knew and it gets into this cycle of shoulda coulda woulda if you know you know you know you're like I wish I had I wish I could but back to the definition that Merriam-Webster gives us very oh graciously that sometimes we feel regret and this intense sorrow and pain because it has been aroused by circumstances beyond one's control or power to repair. So I regret not doing or I regret doing this thing. I have to accept the consequences, but it still hurts. So how do I overcome these feelings? Because they are feelings. They're feelings of regret and they can come with guilt and hatred of the self. So what do I do? You're tuned in to Creative Captive. Here's what you can do. And it's back in the definition you wouldn't have done anything different that's the thing about regrets you think i would have known better i should have known better how dare i not know the simple solution to this problem how dare i not foresee the future like the fortune teller i am to know that these decisions would have these consequences or that this decision would have set me up for life and so on and so on so how do you fight that feeling? Because it comes up in the nastiest of ways. Either you're comparing yourself to somebody else or you're just really questioning your abilities to make the right decision. And that's a really dark space and a dark part to be in. That you, you don't trust yourself to make the right decisions because look at all my track record, look at all these regrets, look at all these mistakes. Here is one tip I'm going to give you. It's going to be a blanket tip for any and all regrets that you may have. You utilize the resources and skills you had at the time. Right now, you feel the pain of the regret because you can look back and say, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> I was gullible or I was this, I was that. And that's the point, you were. That's not who you are today. Today you can see it through a fresh lens because you have added skills, added capabilities you did not have, added resources even. And so in that point in time where you feel nothing's working out, 
I've made stupid decisions. That's why I'm here in this stuck place. I urge you to remind yourself. You did the best you could with the resources you could. And since now you have better resources, better skills, you know better. Do better. Be better. Choose better. So if you wish uh, you had invested in that thing that's really big right now, get into that now. Do your research. Do your due diligence. If you are unfortunately gullible or naive, you're not that same person today. Although that person is part of your past, you know that person today. And you can, you can change these things. What's the difference? The difference is making the choice to move on. I know, sounds preachy, sounds easier said than done, but it's doable, it's actionable. So when that feeling comes, you, you sit in it and you're like, yeah, yeah, I was really dumb. I feel really dumb for doing that in my past. However, I didn't know better. I didn't have the knowledge I have right now. And because of that knowledge I have right now, I know that I cannot and will not make the same mistake twice. So with that blanket statement, I leave you with, you can do this. You can overcome your regrets. You can overcome that guilt you feel by stepping back and analyzing the situation. Would you know better? Are you a fortune teller? Could you have already foreseen your future and ignored something? And it's okay to make mistakes. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. Mistakes are a part of life. You make a mistake, you accept that you made a mistake because you take responsibility for your actions. You accept the consequences of whatever action or choice you made and you learn from it. The difference is you, the choice you make. You can choose to feel bad and stay in that feeling bad and just turn into a really sad, negative person. Or you can look on the bright side of life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tuned in to Creative Captive. Dramatic reading. Well, wasn't that heavy? <laughs> that was a bit heavy. So let's take a commercial break here and let's try out some dramatic reading. Now, the person will be doing dramatic reading for, of, from, uh, yeah, insert correct grammatical English. I don't know. Her name is Emily Dickinson, and she's uh, one of the most renowned 19th century poets in America. And I didn't even know she existed. I saw a doodle in, on Google, and I was like, interesting. You learn something new, the more you know. So if you want to check her out, you can Google her name. But just basic info, she's from a rich family. That's important. <laughs> Not much is known about her life, but short poems, they're really good. They're weird as well. They're not written in, you know, what people are used to. And here's an interesting summary. Actually, never mind. Yeah, here's an interesting summary of what Britannica says. 
Emily Dickinson is considered one of the leading 19th century American poets known for her bold original verse which stands out for its epigrammatic compression, haunting personal voice and enigmatic brilliance. Which is a cute way of saying she was awesome, period. So we'll be sampling some of her poems and I shall be <laughs> reading them dramatically. I'll try to find voices for all of them. Ooh, some of these are a bit long, but so don't worry. <clears throat> Channeling. The first one is called I Felt a Funeral in My Brain. Now, I had gone through these poems before, but that was like months ago. And I was like, she is a vibe. She writes weird stuff. I like it. So let's go. <clears throat> I'm going to try British. 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 Yes. Yes. I felt a funeral in my brain, and mourners to and fro kept treading, treading, till it seemed that sense was breaking through. And when they were all seated, a service like a drum kept beating, beating, till I thought my mind was going numb. And then I heard them lift a box and creak across my soul with those same boots of lead again. Then space began to talk. As all the heavens were a bell and being but an ear and eye and silence, same strange race, wrecked solitary here. And then a plank in reason broke and I dropped down and down and hit a world at every plunge and finished knowing then. End scene. I don't know what that, that I don't know what that was. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> was that a bit of rush? I don't know what it was. It was weird. It was weird. It's It gets weird here. If this is your first time listening to the creative captive podcast welcome i'm glad you made it this far it gets worse the next one is i'm nobody who are you i have the perfect voice for this one i'm nobody who are you are you nobody tell then there's a pair of us uh, don't tell they'll advertise you know how dreary to be somebody, how public, like a frog, to tell one's name the livelong June to an admiring bog. And see, <laughs> I'm telling you, her poems are weird and I love them. The next one is called Hope is a Thing with Feathers. I'll try to be like those poets who like narrate poems like so beautifully. But now, it's me. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Hope is a thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings a tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and of the strangest sea, yet never in extremity, it asked a crumb of me. End scene. I really like that. I wish I could <laughs> narrate this really well. Should I practice? Hmm, we'll see. We'll see. Ooh, the last one. Because I could not stop for death. I don't know which voice I'm going to do this with. Let me, let me center myself. Because I cannot stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. The carriage held but just ourselves and immortality. We slowly drove, he knew no haste, and I had but 
put away my labor and my leisure too for his civility. We passed the school where children strove at recess in the rain. We passed the fields of gazing grain. We passed the setting sun. Or rather, he passed us. The dews grew quivering and chill, for only gossamer my gown might tip it, only chill. We passed before a house that seemed the swelling of the ground. The roof was scarcely visible, the cronies in the ground. Since then, tis centuries, and yet feels shorter than the day. I first surmised the horses' heads were toward eternity. End scene. I don't know what that was. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you liked it. Emily Dix Dickinson, amazing poet, beautiful. Check her out. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. This is Creative Captive. Keep it locked. <laughs> we have come to the end of the program thank you so much for joining us today join us again till next time next month when at last we shall meet again <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but that's it guys that's the program i don't know why i call it a program i it reminds me of school yeah yeah you say we have come to the end of the program. Consider leaving comments on social media and following us. Join us. Here's the thing. It just hit me. I sound like a BBC reporter. And that's how that's how we were taught. Like the ideal, like the golden standard was the BBC. <clears throat> we live from the BBC. It is 12 minutes past one. Like... Yeah, yeah, you see it? I see it. I, mm hmm. We've come to the end of the program where we interrupt this program to tell you that the king is dead. Like, you know, like that's the vibe. That's, mm, that's the end of the program. <laughs> that's the end of the show. That's, I don't know, how, what sounds more natural? That's it, it's the end. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound <laughs> Oh my god. But in case you missed anything, here is a recap. This is the Epic Voice Show Recap. You just listened to the best show on earth. Joanne gave you an English class nobody asked for and defined regret. She broke down regret, its causes, and ways of overcoming it. We then had a dramatic reading where Joanne read poems, I guess? Follow us at the Creative Captive Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Epic Voice!
that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me on this auspicious day of the 13th of the month. But, you know, depending on which platform you're listening to, you could get this on the 14th or the 15th or just not the 13th. <laughs> and I am sorry. But you can get this on the 13th on Anchor. But we also distribute to Google Podcasts, Spotify. We are on spot. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> tossing my hands on spotify oh my god guys we're everywhere so don't you worry okay yeah so consider following us on our socials uh the creative captive podcast on instagram and facebook or you can even send us an email at the creative captive podcast no at the creative captive at gmail.com yes you can send us an email give us feedback tell us what you want to hear more on the podcast be part of this show and let me tell you guys it's season two it's gonna get weird it's gonna get weird like really weird but i mean it in the best way my producers are laughing i mean it in the best way it's gonna get really good weird so until next time until next month on the 13th i'll see you then bye Thank you.